Welcome to Firefox News Online, America's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules are very simple. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room. And if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. Also, bear in mind that this is a roundtable discussion format, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, and education. Firefox News Online Productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. And now, on with tonight's broadcast. allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the broadcast. And what a day it's been. I'll get into that a little later on, as far as my end of it is concerned. But here we are. At another crossroads in our in our history, God knows, I think America has seen quite a few of those throughout 2019, but 2020, well, let's just say it's just getting started. 
see, one of the stark realities of politics that most people don't look at, and uh, I can say this with certainty. I, I don't have to guess. I don't have to do any um, reading of tea leaves. Okay. I can pretty much tell by the way things are going based on past situations, past actions, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Um, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to, to figure out what's going on in this uh, vast world of ours when it comes to politics. Now, what I'm talking about is the House of Representatives voted to send the articles of impeachment. They're going to vote tomorrow to send the articles of impeachment to the Senate. They met with the DNC, with, with their Democrat caucus today just to decide that they're going to vote tomorrow to send the articles of impeachment. You know, why not just <clears throat> just just vote to send them tomorrow and be done with it? Oh, but wait a minute. You see, there's more coming from the Democrats. Yes, more evidence. Talk about a Hail Mary play. Oh, yeah, folks, I'm telling you. There, there, there are some things okay, there are some things that you just have to expect. Now, according to the Corrupt News Network, I rarely listen to them, but, of course, they would find out very quickly, just that quick, about uh, all this Alleged evidence. Now, of course, uh, here's here's just a little sampling. I'll read the. I'll give you the first paragraph of this corrupt news network piece. The de- <clears throat> the House Democrats provide new evidence of Giuliani's push to meet with Zelensky. Oh, is that all you have, Democrats? That's the uh, headline, by the way. But according to this, the documents, well, House Democrats unveiled new evidence Tuesday that they plan to send to the Senate as part of their case 
to remove Donald Trump, the President of the United States of America, from office, providing text messages and handwritten notes from an indicted Rudy Giuliani associate that add more details about the push to Ukraine to announce an investigation against Trump's political rivals. Oh, brother. Now, if you believe these dummycrats, then you're probably in need of some serious psychiatric help. And we certainly can understand that. Yes. It's a sad state of affairs when the Democrats decide all. But, you know, they don't get their way all the time. They're not going to get their way every single step now because they have to send the articles of impeachment to the Senate. But they're not going to do that until after they vote on Wednesday. The Democrats have to vote Wednesday to decide this. They voted today to de- they voted today to decide to vote tomorrow for sending the articles of impeachment and two managers to the house to the house chamber upstairs uh, that is the Senate. Wow, what a really interesting dynamic. The Democrats are trying to pull the fast one as always. You know, I'm getting tired of the Democrats pulling dumb shit. And, you know, not for anything, but you get sick and tired of bullshit when you realize that nobody gives a shit. So, I don't know. Maybe there are some tea leaves they haven't read yet. Maybe there's tea leaves they haven't read yet. And that, you know, that, that would make sense. Why, they waited until the last minute to... mysteriously find the the evidence of Giuliani and and Zelensky in Ukraine and this and that. God, please. Democrats, y'all need to grow up from the neck up. 
So maybe it's just my imagination, but I get the feeling Democrats are desperate. Don't you, folks? The Democrats are desperate. Bear with me, folks. I'm doing my talking points live. But, you know, there are some things, there are some things you just kind of, oh, I don't know, have wishful thinking over. I mean, me personally, I have wishful thinking about a lot of things in life. What happens with the Congress and the Senate? Sure to fuck ain't one of them. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend this broadcast all over the world on Twitter and Facebook right now. And with that having been said, it is now time as always for the rest of the story. Now, due to some problems... uh, Power-wise, here at the studio, we uh, couldn't exactly get things, keep things running. Power would come on, then it'd go out. Then the power come back, and it'd go out again. Then it'd come on again, then off again. Once I was sure the power was stable, I was able to put things on the air. I'm keeping my fingers crossed and hoping that. Everything stays the way it should. Uh, this, for this reason, I I, I know that uh, Gunslinger and and some of the other folks have not, you know, arrived uh, yet. I sent out the emails uh, only ten minutes before airtime, so you know I know that eventually they'll get here. And when they do, they'll be come. They'll be coming round the mountain when they come. They'll be coming round the mountain when they come. They'll be hitting my chat room and calling on the phone lines 
they'll be coming round the virtual internet broadcast mountain when they come. Boom, boom. Oh, sorry. I just had to throw that in there just a little bit. You know us broadcasters. We love to have a little bit of fun once in a while. I figure since I've only got some uh, about three or four guests, I figure I'd have a little fun for now. You know, got to keep things flowing down the road. Uh, you ever get the feeling that some days it doesn't pay to get out of bed? <laughs> Well, it did for me. Hmm. Well, you know something. Oh, and by the way, folks, uh, for anyone who's who's ever uh, tuned in, and on those on those occasions that we have the uh, we have a little fun from the Babylon Bee to share with you. Well, today's no different. See, CNN, the corrupt news network, you know, apparently they they're they're whining and complaining about C about the Babylon Bee and stuff. They're a satire site, you know. Yeah, only the only the CNN doesn't get satire. They don't understand the concept. So now they're the butt of the jokes, and rightly so. Well, apparently the Babylon Bee, not to be outdone, decided to throw in this one for fun. CNN reporter informs Iranian protesters they're supposed to be shouting death to America. Oops. Gee. I wonder, CNN, didn't they? Didn't the protesters get the memo? Mm, apparently not. And this comes out of Tehran, you see. As Iranians protest their government's downing of a passenger jet, a frantic CNN reporter ran through the crowd, lecturing them on how they're at. They were actually supposed to be shouting, Death to America. The CNN reporter arrived at the protests, excited to cover another anti-U.S. protest, but quickly realized they were actually shouting, Death to the dictator, and blaming their government for shooting down the plane. Get plane! Get plane! Wrong circumstance, short shit. Well... 
he cried through a megaphone. Guys, you're running the na- you're running the narrative. We can't run with this. You're willing to assign blame to Iran more readily than the media and the Democrats were. This isn't good for our viewership. Are you guys in league with Fox News? Please, guys, please shout death to America. Just for a few minutes so I get some B-roll. Well, his efforts weren't having any effect, so the reporter began trying to start up the chance himself. Come on, people. Death to America, death to America. When I say death to, you say America. Death to? At this point, a shoe was thrown in his direction. Though he scattered, fearing for his life. Oh, poor theater reporter. Oh, shame, shame, shame. Well, many of you, yeah, well, many of you told us you weren't, you wouldn't subscribe until we offered PayPal as a payment option. You apparently were bluffing, weren't bluffing, so we finally caved and added PayPal. Now, like the unbeliever faced with God's invisible qualities displayed in nature. You are without excuse. Wait a minute, Babylon B. Uh, I can't spend any more money. I'm broke. I'm poor. I'm 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 up the creek without a paddle and no boat to row. <laughs> the Babylon B. I got you know I got to give that place that give them folks a lot of credit. I really do. Uh, they do a great job with their satire and. And and it's really a lot of fun. And um, I actually uh, check out their stuff more readily than I would The Onion. You know? But I guess the reason I do that is because, um, you know, when it comes to satire, you want you want satire that's going to stick to the roof of your mouth. And hey, you know, I I'd like to have my fun. So, you know, I can safely say without fear or contradiction, uh, I got to thank my friend uh, Mike here in New York um, for the for the uh, CNN reporter Babylon B piece. Uh, Thanks, Mike. That was I like that was good. I actually like I actually got a kick out of that. That one that one was pretty 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 cool. Um, 
but yeah, um, there's there, there life is too short not to have a little bit of fun. I mean, you've got to have some fun in life, right? So, Now, you see, I kind of hesitated there for a moment. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to dead air you. Oh, you did your ears. Sorry. It's been one of those long days for me. You know, long days. Long days, sleepless nights. Do you have those? I'm sure you do. Do you have moments where... Oh, sorry. How very, very unfortunate for me. I have long day, long night syndrome. That's L-D-L-N syndrome. And I always end up where I tend to doze off or something. Well, there's one possible way to fix that. Not supposed to tell you that, though. You see, so that's that's kind of a secret. What I just why am I bothering to tell you is a secret? I just said it on in on the internet on the on my broadcast. Oh boy, me and my goofballness. Now, I'm trying to get one of my loyal folks to come join me so I'm not sitting here talking to myself. And uh, No, that's not what I said. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry. Talking to myself. Mm. See if this
Yeah, bad case of two. You know, now there's there's a good way to put it. Rob and Suzette are in the chat room. Bad case of Tuesdays. Hmm. I have to remember that. Uh, let's see. Well, there's bad case of Tuesdays. Wacky Wednesdays. Also known as Hump Day. Then there's terrifying Thursdays. Because you never know what to expect on Thursdays anymore. And since I'm not on the air on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and I leave that that that's for for anyone else to have their stuff, you know, like like uh, Ron Reck over at Crazy Nation Radio when he does his thing, uh, that's his nights. And uh, I mean, it, 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 it wouldn't be fair of me to do a show on his nights unless he's not doing anything and he lets me know that he's not going to be able to do anything. Uh, because he has something that going on, or he's in the, or he's having issues with something, or he, or he's just too tired and can't uh, can't really do anything. You know, if he if he tells me if he if he calls me up and says, "Hey George, can you do it? Can you put your show on the air tonight?" I'm kind of out of it. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Rob's in the chat. Now I know it's Rob in the chat room doing all this chatting stuff. He says, I come to your show for the boobs. What boobs? This is internet radio. And even on the video, you you don't see any boobs. We're only PG-13 rated, so shh. If I were to start showing, if I had to show boobs on on the video side, that would mean that I'm getting desperate. (laughs) And we ain't there yet. We don't. We're we're not quite there just this second, you know. Desperation, that is. So, stuff happens, you know. Uh. Eh, Rob's being a wise guy now. I heard you were expensive. Anyways. Listen. I'm a very cost-effective broadcast. So there. (laughs) How am I doing? Uh, Oh, trust me. Today has been a real humdinger of a day. I had to go to the back to the dentist, you know, for to see the de- the dental hygienist. And because I'm on a blood thinner, right? Because I take Zeralto. Uh
they, they can't extract three teeth until they get my primary care physician's clearance to do that, which is a pain in the ass. So I contacted my primary care physician. She's been busy with patients all day, right? And didn't see the request yet at the point when I called her up and told and, and told them and all this uh, for a second time. And I'm like, ouch. Uh, I don't know. Um, you're talking nitrous oxide. Uh, I, I I don't know if they would do that or if they would use Novocaine because they have to, you know, it, it's going to be a tough. I'll tell you right now, it's a tough, it, pulling three teeth, you know, I'd rather they do it as quickly and as painlessly as possible. Never had to deal with this sort of shit, and quite frankly, I'm not looking forward to it. But anyway, the extraction is um, is moot until the doctor, until my primary care physician sends her okie-dokie to the dentist. Well, I go in today. I had to, They had to take a full set of x-rays because yesterday was an emergency uh, appointment, so they could only take x-rays of the affected tooth. Come and, and when they did so, they found that three teeth had to be pulled. Wasn't just one tooth, damn it! It had to be three. Wow, what a bummer. So we're we're I'm kind of caught between a rock and a hard place at this point. Seriously, caught between a rock and a hard place at this point. But you know, I wasn't worried. So I go from x-rays to the den- to see the dental hygienist in another room. And sure enough, they put that nice paper uh, napkin around my neck, and they, they stick that thing that sucks your face up in, in my mouth. They just get started, and then they, they're looking at the paperwork, and they see that I, did, I forgot to put down what medications I take. Oh, shit, here we go again. Luckily, I remembered all my medications. When it got to the Zeralto, she had to stop doing the dental cleaning. And I looked at her and I said, what's going on? Why are you stopping? She goes, I'm sorry, Mr. Sinzer, but unfortunately, because you take Zeralto... We can't do anything like this until we get clearance from your doctor because of the Zeralto. What? You need that for the extractions. What do you need that for for, for cleaning? Why is that? What's the... I... They're a dentist, not not a proctologist, Rob. Grow up. Well, anyway, so I'm sitting there. 
And I am fuming at this point. I mean, I'm pissed. I am pissed. I said, what's the deal? And the dentist, nice, friendly hygienist, looks at me with, 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 with these apologetic eyes, you know. And she goes, well, you see, and I didn't think this made any sense, but she said, when you when we extract the teeth, you're not going to bleed as badly as with the cleaning. And I'm like, what? Oh Lord, have mercy! I, you know, being on blood thinners is is really a buzzkill. So I called the doctor's office again an hour later. Okay, an hour. It was an hour later from when I called, before being seen today, mind you. And sure enough, my doctor still hadn't seen the request because she had still been seeing a lot of patients. And I'm thinking to myself, "Oh motherfucker, this is going to really suck." Well, I finally get someone to come in after I've been waiting five minutes. For someone to finally show their face. And I had to tell them exactly where the problem is. That the doctor hadn't seen the request yet. And it's like, you've got to be fucking kidding me today. You know? Seriously, you got to be fucking kidding me. So, I, you know, I had to. They, they need to know just so, just so you're aware, folks. Anytime you go to see your dentist or a uh, heart specialist or neurologist or, or any other doctor other than your primary care physician, um, and especially if it's a doctor's office that you're, you're dealing you're doing business with for the first time, and you fill out that long laundry list of forms. Uh, at some point, those forms, you have to list what medications you take. Now, the reason for that is because certain medications they need to know about. So this way, if they have to prescribe something for you, uh, you they, they, they know what medication they, what, what medicines they can prescribe to you so that they don't have a bad interaction with anything you're currently taking, okay? Now, what are blood thinners for? I was uh, Rob was asking in the chat room. Um, blood thinners uh, are used to uh, shrink and ultimately get rid of blood clots. Uh, back in 2014, I had multiple blood clots in both my lungs. Uh, the doctor at the time said that if I had waited one more day or two more days, I would have been pushing up daisies. I would have been dead as a doornail. That's how bad it was. I was at risk of dying.
Um, you know, certain medications, and you, talk, you just mentioned about the gun rights. Um, only there's a laundry list of, of medicines you can't take uh, to be a, a uh, concealed carry permit holder in the state of New York. But that's that's a subject for another for another moment. Uh, which we've talked about this on the on, here on the broadcast multiple times. So I'm sure all of you who are watching on on the video side and listening on the radio side, you've heard this brought up many times. And those of you who have not, well, eventually you will hear about that. Now, in the case of the dentist, especially with me. Um, I guess because they, they get close to the gum line and everything else, and uh, what can I say? It's a pain in the ass. If they, if, if they tap even in the slightest degree the gum line and it starts to bleed, it could get very nasty uh, because of the blood thinners. And I'm going to be on blood thinners the rest of my life, which, you know, un- which is unfortunate, but... You know, it is what it is, right? So, they didn't bother to tell me yesterday when I went for the emergency visit that the the letter of the clearance letter from my primary doctor applied to not only the extractions but teeth cleanings and so on and so on. And it's like, oh my God, why can't they? Why do why do these other doctors fail to tell you all this shit once about everything? I'm telling you, it's dumb shit. Well, I think Robin, the ch- who's in my chat room, said it best. Uh, oh yeah, Obamacare. Thank you, Obamacare, for fucking up life and making it more complicated. 347-945-5747. Again, 347-945-5747. I got Stevie on the line. Hello, Stevie. How you doing? Hello. So here's the deal. Uh, I guess I, I I don't know if you what, what what how much of what I just said you heard uh, before I got to your uh, to your to your line. But I had a fun day today. I had to go back yeah. to the dentist. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Well. That's never fun. Well, yesterday was an emergency appointment because from fri- on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday I was in excruciating pain. Yeah. When I went to the dentist yesterday and filled out that nice long laundry list of form of, of paperwork, I got I get in. I had they had to take X-rays of the area where I was having the trouble. Yeah. Found out I have to have three teeth extracted. So Ugh. I had to contact. My primary care physician yesterday, I had to pri- contact my primary doctor so she could send a letter of clearing, a clearance letter to the dentist. Yeah. 
Now, the reason for the letter yeah. is because of the medication I take for blood thinning, Zeralto. Yeah. They, they do well, it for blood pressure, too. Well, you didn't say anything about my, about the three blood pressure meds I take. That's interesting. Said it for the for the Zeralto, but not the blood pressure meds. I mean, I'm taking amlodipine, benazoprill, and carvitolol for my blood pressure. Yes, I, I I have a a blood a high blood pressure cocktail every day. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of fun, folks. I sit here, no joke. I've got eight medicines I have to take every day. The fun one that I take every day is ferrosamide. For those of you who are wondering what ferrosamide is, it's a water bill. It's a Lasix. What that basically does, folks, is it makes you piss your brains out. A lot. And I do mean a lot. I I, I remember my, my brother, God rest him, once telling me, George, you start taking that shit, you may as well hook up a hose to your, and stick the other end yep. in the toilet and just go, go, go all day long. Because yep. that's what you're going to get for your trouble. Or just get a catheter. Yes. No thanks, I'll pass. <laughs> well, you're talking about <laughs> that was actually my brother's second suggestion. <laughs> he said, hey, I, mean, that was that was "I was just making it portable for you." <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so, on your three I, blood pressure medications, where do, where do you typically sit? Are you like 130, or are you 140, or do you stay higher with those three? Well, here's here's the thing. I have one of those uh, battery-operated blood pressure cup kits. Yeah. So every every morning before I take my medication, I I check my blood pressure. This morning, before I took my meds, my blood pressure was 164 over 97. Okay. Yeah. That's what I said when I took one look at the reading. I went, holy shit, ring that bell. Ding, ding. I've seen <laughs> like, higher, but holy shit. Yeah, well, I'm a 56-year-old man turning 57 in April. Um, I'm overweight, slightly, and I smoke, which is... No. Diminishing, thankfully. Well, what are what are you like midday after you take your meds? Uh, by mid uh, midday after I take my meds, I I I range out at about one forty, usually one forty over eighty seven, something like that. Uh, there are so, there are some rare occasions where I actually get down to like one thirty over eighty. Which is fairly decent, considering. Yeah. Well, textbook is 120 over 80. Right. Yeah. Nobody's really textbook. I usually run like 90 over 60 on a good day. On a good day. Ooh. On a good day. Low blood pressure. I've low been low pressure. 
Yeah. Okay. So whenever I hit like 120 over 80 and the doctors are like, oh, that's normal. No, that's not. That's because my pain is a 10 of 10, dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Hospital doctors do not like me at all. They don't. So, well, but my regular doctor but, knows. So if I if I come in and my blood pressure is like 120 over 80, he's like, okay, what's going on? Well, so. see, in my family, on both my mother's side and my father's side, high blood pressure uh, is, 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 has always been an issue. Um, I remember many years ago, uh, my mother, who never had an issue with, blood, with high blood pressure a day in her life, she was pretty much textbook. Yeah. She'd be like 120 over 80, 125 over 82. There was only a rare occasion where she was like 119 over 77. Mm-hmm. And our, our family physician at the time, God rest him, Dr. John McGurdy Sr., wonderful guy. He was, he was one of those old-fashioned doctors that, made, that still made house calls. Okay, still made house. Well, I'm sitting in the office, and my mother's out in the waiting room. Now, mind you, I'm a teenager at this point. And Dr. McGurdy looks at me, and he's taking stitches out of, out of my hand. And he goes, Master George, I've got I got to talk to you about something very serious. Now, he was one of those old old European types where it was Master George or or Master William with my brother. I don't know what he called my sisters because I was there to hear it. So, And mom never told me. So he's, he's telling me about the family history with high blood pressure. And he said, for you to avoid it, you've got to eat right and exercise and, and just do the, all the things that well, your father's not doing. And for many years, I did just that. Kept my weight down under 200. Ate sensibly. But unfortunately, that didn't, you know, that didn't stop age from kicking in and things just happened along the way. Yeah. But even with the best of intentions, eventually, as we get older, you know, we're going to end up with certain medical issues that will creep up on us, especially if the family history is prevalent on on either side of the family or both. And I have to. (laughs) Damn it. Flesh. Oh, I couldn't even turn my mic off. To, it's a good thing I turned my face away from the <laughs> mic when that happens. <sighs> Allergies, even in the wintertime, pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I'm si- so to, to, to fast forward back to today, with you know, with all this insanity, if the dentist's office had told me when I went to the emergency yesterday that I would have to. 
make sure that they get that clearance letter from my primary doctor so they could even just do the dental cleaning, I could have called them up and said, will you please rush this letter to Dr. Jill, get her to look at it now, right away, because I'm wasting my time sitting here. And that's basically what I told them on the phone. I was pissed. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, by the time I left that office, they still hadn't faxed over the information, the letter from the doctor. So now i got to reschedule my dental hygienist visit. But I can't do that until they get the letter from my doctor. And if she's making me wait until I go see her next week, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> I get it. Uh, Wouldn't that be a pain in the tooth? It would be a pain in the tooth. It wouldn't be a pain in the ass. Pain in the ass would be a different type of doctor. Yes. Like a pain I, in the I, foot I, would be a podiatrist. It, pain in the ass would be... Hey, listen, wait, and I don't need one of those, thank God. At least not yet. to be a dentist. Yeah, Although I yeah. do have to go for that for that for that 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 nice little exam where they see if you got anything up stuck up there that don't belong there, but that's that's a story that's a topic for another for another day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I don't look forward to having a doctor sticking his fingers up my ass going, "Well, let's see what we got in there, Mister Sensor." Yeah. Yeah. No, that's one subject I'd rather not think about. Right now, so, <laughs> so <laughs> that's, oh, look. Yeah, it's like I, I, I'm liable to get some, some a doctor who's like uh, Curly from the Three Stooges. Oh, look! What's <laughs> that? Anyway, y'all are so, hilarious. Doctors. Stevie, you know that doctors can uh-huh. be a big problem. They they love to uh-huh. stretch out everything with these with with explanations in, in medical terms that the average layman couldn't understand. I had a doctor like that. Do you have any sources for that? What are your sources? Personal experience sources. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. I mean, I, look, how many doctors have you gone to? I'm just, I'm just, I've been debating liberals, debating liberals all day. And every time I bring something up, the liberal comes in and says, what are your sources on that? No matter what you bring up. That's the liberal. They've been doing that for years. You know what I mean? You never ran into that, George, with the liberals when you're trying to debate with them? What are your sources? Post your sources. How, how can you back up your statement? So I replied to one of them today. I said, uh, what are your sources for, for doubting my sources? Show me what your sources yeah. are. <laughs> you just, uh, uh, fucking, no matter what you bring up today, you can't win. Well, the, the, the harsh reality is um, this day would have been a lot better if 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 if, they had just, if the dentist's office had just told me that they needed this letter from my primary care physician to do even simplest thing like dental cleaning. Because of that blood thinner Zeralto, I'm being I, my day was completely ruined. 
that doesn't and sound like fun. Top of everything else, it really sucks. I have to take a moxicillin three times a day until it's, until it's all gone. Make sure of, that you're taking a probiotic. Oh, yeah, you see, nobody ever tells you, tells you this sort of stuff. Yeah. That's pretty you need to be taking any one, one dose of an antibiotic kills all of the good bacteria that's in your stomach, which then in turn leads to you getting sick. Oh, wow, that's just great. So I'm taking uh, amoxicillin, which is, and correct me if I'm wrong there, Stevie, in the penicillin family. Yes. You're going to get the Hershey squirts, George. You're going to eat yogurt. You're going to or get a probiotic. Good yeah, that's what Not yogurt. Yeah, I got probiotic. Well, here's where I run into a problem then. Uh, I've got, I'm flat busted. I'm I'm broke. I'm so poor I can't even pay attention. I hope you get toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, I got plenty of that. Okay, then you should be fine. I, you just have to make sure you get reading material. Oh, hey, That's listen, I'm, listen I'm, I'm, I'm like, my bathroom is like a doctor's office. I've got a stand in go. the bathroom with all kinds of magazines. You're and good. they're not, they just are not stuck together, folks. You can stop that. Thinking that question right off the bat. All right. All right. And you're good. So the the whole the whole issue with with, this, with these blood thinners that I take now uh, has created a new problem. The dentist can't do a fucking thing except take X-rays and talk to me until the doctor my primary physician sends the cl- a letter of clear uh, a letter uh, you know you know clear of clearance so that he can do the extractions and dental cleanings why don't you call mm-hmm. the doctor's office and have him fax it over or email it to them immediately say okay um, I'm here now let me call them <laughs> he missed that part and, and <laughs> i did i did it while i was in the waiting room yet yesterday before i went to see the dentist oh I did it again today before I went to see the dental hygienist. An hour after I get into the dental hygienist chair and they tell me that they need, the, they need a letter from her clearing them to do procedures like the extractions and dental cleanings. They didn't bother to tell me about the dental cleanings part until today. So I called back the doctor's office and after I spoke to them an hour before and the doctor had been seeing so many patients that she hadn't gotten back to her office yet to even see the initial request. Yeah, that's usually part of the problem. So I did my part. I knew what to do. My problem is it's it's kind of like that old saying, hurry up and wait. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 let let me be let me not pay the doctor's office right away and like a proctologist they're up your ass mm-hmm. for the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, sweet Jesus, there's got to be some light at the end of the tunnel. 
Oh, there's a proctologist joke coming in, uh, in there somewhere. Uh, I'll have to think of one. <laughs> Lou Rawls, man. Lou Rawls. Oh, you'll, you'll never find. Dun, dun. That? It's my yeah. favorite. Stevie, did you ever see that? Mm-hmm. That's why Blue I'm keeping Rawls. my mouth shut. I don't want to Blue pick Rawls. on him too much tonight. No, that, that video, the, oh, the clip is on YouTube. Oh, come on. No, hold on. Stevie, the, the video clip on YouTube of uh, Lou Rawls as a doctor doing a colonoscopy. You never saw that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saw, she saw it. Oh, okay. She just she said she it. All right. Right. Keeping her mouth shut because apparently oh. she, she she's afraid of saying something that that either will offend or hurt oh, feelings or something. My dear, yeah. trust me when no. I say. That was a yeah, funny I'm just being nice. Oh. Yeah. oh, okay. Thank you. So what happened today, George, <laughs> in the news? Anything going on with the Iranians? Anything new? Um, not that I've been able to keep keep. Not that I've been able to track anything. Uh, busy busy with dealing with a dentist. I don't know if the riots or anything were continuing, or if they started shooting people in the streets. I don't know. Okay. Uh, uh, to recap what I just said, I don't know. I've been I've been busy yeah. all day. I hadn't seen anything. Oh. <laughs> all right. Let me see here. Maybe there's something in the many news services. Of course, they're talking about, let's see, the debate they had tonight for the dummy prats. I don't know where Trump was having a, a speech today. He did some one of his Trump rallies today and Mark Levin, while I was driving, played some of it on the radio, and it was hilarious. He was funny as shit. Trump had the people rolling. He was talking about that general tsunami, whatever his name is, uh, getting hit, and about them saying he was talking about them getting hit, and he said uh, that he was in the car with the head of the Hezbollah, and he said, "And what do you think they were discussing? The grandchildren? Well, what are your favorite things? Golfing? And what do you think they were talking about? Tell us the story. And he was going on and on about it. it was pretty. He was really sarcastic about it. Uh, he, was, he was good, man. He was blunt. Uh, I bet you that's going to be available on YouTube, you know, just the way they edit out just the clips that he was making fun of them. Because he was, man, it was like he was doing stand-up comedy against the Democrats. It was fantastic. <laughs> well, uh, let me see here. Having sneezing fits is not helping. Let's see here. Well, let's see. Aside from the debate tonight, Avenatti got arrested. <clears throat> Hannity talking about the 2020 election result and how they will shock the world. Uh, going through here, new Iran plane crash video shows two missiles hit Ukrainian jet. So that's so far about the only thing that's come up in regards to Iran so far. I don't think about the riots. Too bad. 
And I brought up that that uh, Babylon B piece you sent. Oh, that was funny. I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. 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 Oh, shit. Let's see here. Michael Flynn moves to withdraw guilty plea, citing bad faith by governments. A a volcano in the Philippines is spewing lava half a mile high, threatens to erupt again as flights are grounded. Wow, a base jumper rescued from a Thai cliff after the parachute gets caught, left dangling for hours. Huh. Sounds like that American paratrooper in St. Mary Glees D-Day was stuck on the church steeple with his parachute dangling there. Well, this this poor base jumper ended up hung up in the air. So he, if if this base jumper had any knowledge of, of World War II history, probably would have been sitting there thinking, "Oh, great! Now I know how the paratrooper felt." Yeah, no shit. Well, you know, hey, listen. I think he was deaf for the rest of his life afterwards, too, because it was right by the church bells going off nonstop. So. Uh. <coughs> oh. Let's believe me when I tell you it's it's a pain it's a pain in the neck, you know. You're doing something, and all of a sudden, crunch. Oh, no, not this, not now. What would you sit on? I didn't sit on it. I'm sitting on a chair, actually. Oh, when you said crunch, I thought you sat on something. No, not sitting on anything. But I have to fix again the audio source for people to hear you guys on the video side. Never freaking fails. So how's the Every, I, any word on the apartment yet? Any word on that end? Nothing yet. Oh shit. Still searching. Eventually, I will find one. But right now, it's just not happening fast enough. And what really sucks is, you know, when when you're sitting sitting down and you're and 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 the agency that I deal with, you know, for my housing, for help with my housing, calls yeah. up the, ma- the lease manager, and the lease manager says. Well, we haven't rented the apartment yet, so I, so giving giving him another month shouldn't be a problem. 
Wow. So, you know, they would rather, so what, if, if it becomes a problem, they would rather go through the eviction process? That'll cost them money. They actually get money off of doing the eviction process. <clears throat> well, between you, me, and the four winds, to do the to do the eviction would would be more embarrassing, actually, for them. See, to evict someone who's a disabled, by definition, b a senior citizen, by definition. And, of course, the last part of that equation, to evict someone who, but who, has, who follows the first two criteria and making them homeless, I don't think there's a judge with an ounce of brain matter that would allow that to happen. And if they did, somebody's paying them under the table. But in this society, in this day and age, I wouldn't put it past anybody to be that greedy. So, for now, things are just the way they're they're, they're uh, the way they are. I'm hoping to find a place soon. I have to look at an I'm looking at an apartment Thursday. Uh, I'm not going to get my I'm not going to get my hopes up because there's a broker fee of 150 fucking dollars. To you know, just to just to get just to take the apartment. So I'm like, really? So if I want to, so if I decide to take the apartment, deposit, rent, and a broker fee, and I got to pay for them to do a background check on me. I don't think I'll be taking this apartment by the looks of it. So, but I'm not going to I'm not going to discount it altogether. If there's a chance of them waiving the um the the broker fee, which is like 150 smackers, hey, I'll uh, that 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 won't be so bad because you know, at least if I have to pay for a background check, that's a hell of a lot cheaper to deal with. But I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not going to sit here and predict the worst, you know, project the worst. I'm just going to take every day as it comes, as I've always done, and hope, for, and, hope and pray for the best. Now let's see here. Oh, this is going to be this is going to here's an here's a here's a uh, real cute story. Well, apparently now Rachel Bron, Bron, Brosnahan, Brosnahan, I'm 
hoping I pronounced the name right, says marvelous Miss Maisel costumes cause corset-related injury. Okay. Um, right. They say beauty is, is beauty is pain on the set of the marvelous Miss Maisel. Well, Rachel Brosnahan, who stars in the Amazon comedy, appeared on the Late Late Show with James Corden on Monday and revealed that she was injured by one of the show's elaborate costumes. <clears throat> the 29-year-old actress said, I actually got a corset-related injury. We talked so fast on the show that to get all the words out, you can't really take very many breaths. And I think I wasn't breathing a lot, and I was a bit constrained. Apparently, some of my ribs are sort of fused together, and I can't take super breaths anymore. Well, Miss Brosnahan only has to wear uh, she chalked it up to champagne problems. Well, only, she only has to wear the corset to play, to play a character. Uh, she has faced harsh criticism over the way she looks. I took one look at her, and I thought, what's wrong with her? She looks fine, with or without the, the, the corset costume. Hey, you want, you want to complain about a life issue, okay? Hollywood actors, deal with what I deal with on the income level that I deal with it on. Then you got something to bitch about. Until then, shut the hell up. Anyway, I just thought I'd throw that out there real quick, just for shits and giggles. So, George, you well, got another appointment tomorrow? You got another medical I appointment? Are you going? You still can't. No, okay, no, so I, just, can't I don't do because I still have to wait for the doctor to send over that letter. Until I get, oh, until okay. they receive that letter, I can't schedule yeah. anything more. All right. Well. I hope they do it soon, but knowing how they they work, the minute they get the letter, what they'll probably do is say, okay, now this is a delay. The only opening we have is a month from now. That's usually how they do it. Well, according to the dental hygienist, she is making sure that that, that as soon as they get the letter, they contact me and try to get me in there as fast as possible. Have you tried a dental school? Uh, no. Uh, There's one down in okay. New York. It's cheaper. It's a lot cheaper. I don't know. It'd probably take his insurance, though, too, but that'd be faster, too. She's right. You can do a dental school, and either they can do it through your insurance, and if they don't take your insurance, then they can do it uh, without the insurance, and sometimes the dental work is, like, free. It just yeah. depends on what it is. Columbia University, George, down in New York City, does that. 
all the time. I even went down there one time because my dentist wanted way too much money for something. I went down there. It was like a quarter of the cost. Okay, so let's bear in mind that I don't I don't have a, a, a car. I don't have money all the, uh, to always travel. Yeah, you'd have to, to, yeah, you'd have to take the train. <clears throat> and <clears throat> taking the train, by the way, still costs money. Yeah, no, it a one way ticket for a, for the disabled rate is around twenty or twenty five dollars. One New way. York City. Yes. Wow. I'm on the I'm at I'm at the end of the line, North End. Yeah. Poughkeepsie's the last stop on the on the Hudson line. <clears throat> so even with the, dis, the senior disabled rate, it's going to cost me close to thirty bucks just to take the tr- the, the train down. One way. Yeah. Round trip, we're talking at least 50 or $60. I don't know if there are any dental schools up where you are. I don't know if, any, I don't, I don't know if there are. Uh, not I know, no. I've never seen any. I mean, when I first walked in, because I, I, it was kind of scary at first, because the first time I went into it, the first room, you know, where they have students and they teach them and, and they have patients that come in and everybody's waiting and and there's students that are learning on you as they're doing it. It's not like experimenting, but that first one, they had a guy on a table and there were people in white outfits and there were all these electrodes lined up and there were lightning bolts going to him. The guy had, like, bolts in his neck and shit. It was kind of scary. But then it was October, too. I figured they were just staging something to freak people out. Don't worry, we won't hurt you. You'll be fine. Sit down, please. <laughs> With all of my dental procedures, I have to have nitrous, or yep. they have to knock me out. There is no other option, or it's no. not getting done. Some people can't take the nitrous. Some people can't. They can't take being knocked out. Yeah. Well, like, because I've, the, even the thought of going to the dentist is, no, uh-uh, no, because I have one molar that needs to be extracted, and I'm like, you're going to have to knock me out for that, because I'm telling you right now, the nitrous isn't going to, is not going to do anything knowing that you're ripping a tooth out of my mouth, and they're like, well, because it's only one extraction, and then I was like, then that motherfucker can fall out by itself, like, it, it's not going to happen. Okay, sorry about the dead air, folks. Uh, had to use the facilities. Rather a rush, uh, a rush call. Well, let me put this to you, and then we'll move on. The last time I actually went to a dentist 
was in the early 90s when I lived in my hometown. And this doctor was a real fuckhead. I had a problem with my wisdom tooth. And he takes that nice little hook instrument of theirs, and he goes right up to the tooth and hits the nerve. I grabbed him by his fucking windpipe and told him, get that the fuck out of my mouth. Now. In the meantime, he's turning a really nice shade of blue. I told him, do not bill me for this visit, because if you do, I will take, I will come in here, I will walk right into, right through the, the fucking door, wherever you happen to be hiding, and I will shove the bill right down your throat. Thankfully, I never had another issue with my wisdom, with my wisdom tooth, but I swore I would not go back to a dentist. And I didn't. For many years, I didn't go to a dentist after that until yesterday and today. Yeah. When I have a bad experience with a doctor, that doctor and I have a quick parting of the ways before I end up breaking them in half if, it, if, they, if, they, if they're too pushy or they go too far. Now, I had a woman doctor in my hometown one time, Oriental lady, seemed very nice. I go in, I sit down, and we're talking, and she leans up close to me, and she's poking me hard in the stomach. I had bruises on my abdomen because of that shit. So she's poking me in the stomach going, you are getting too fat, you need to lose weight. I turn around, and I said, doc. Back the fuck up. I got up from my chair. I grabbed my jacket and I said, did you see how much I weigh? And she goes, yes, I saw how much you weigh. You are getting too, you are getting too fat. You need to lose weight. You will do this. I said, doc, I'll be happy to lose weight, but I weigh 170 pounds. At the time, that's how much I weighed. And she looks at me, and she and she just starts screaming, "No, you are still too fat. You need to lose weight." I said, "Uh, thanks, but you know what, doc? I'm getting another doctor. Fuck you." And I walked out the door. Now, because she was with this. Um, health clinic on Main Street in my hometown I went right to the administrator's office I slammed the door when I walked in and I said I don't give a flying fuck how you do it but I gave him the doctor's name I said either you do something with her or God help her the next patient she starts poking in the abdomen like she did me is going to break her in fucking half She's a lunatic. Where'd you find her? At Philippines R Us? And he goes, Mr. Sinzer, please calm down. I said, fuck you, I ain't calming down. Do something about this. 
I don't want her as my doctor ever again. Period. Done. Finito. Finished. Gone. Have a nice day. It's in your, it's in your lap. You deal with it. Now, you want to really piss off a person, be a doctor with an, with an attitude problem and from a foreign country where medical ethics probably didn't get taught to them yet. Where compassion is a forgotten and lost art. Anyway, well, I mentioned that uh, that the disgraced attorney Michael Avenatti was arrested, but I didn't say why. Well, apparently, Avenatti was arrested by the Internal Revenue Service agents during a California Bar Association hearing. Ouch. Yeah. So he gets arrested by the IRS on Tuesday during a, during a break in a disciplinary hearing in Los Angeles over allegations that the high-profile lawyer scammed a client out of $840,000. The arrest occurred around 6 p.m. local time outside the State Bar Court where the State Bar of California uh, has initiated proceedings against him. Uh, Avenatti's lawyer, Dean Stewart, said, I can confirm that he was arrested by federal agents. I anticipate a bail hearing at 2 p.m. tomorrow in Magistrate's Court in Santa Ana. I haven't seen the details of the warrant, but should have it later this evening. Now, Avenatti did not return to the court when the hearing resumed. His attorneys called for a sidebar with the with the judge and said that he would not be able to return due to circumstances related to a criminal matter in Orange County. The former lawyer for Stormy Daniels, well, he's accused of fraud, cheating on his taxes, and lying to investigators. Federal prosecutors allege that he embezzled funds from clients. He has pleaded not guilty to the charges. Now, a spokesman for the U.S. Attorney's Office in Los Angeles, Tom Brzezek, uh, said that uh, Avenatti was arrested on suspicion of violating his pretrial release. So this scumbag lawyer, Avenatti, if he's still a lawyer, that is, is getting just what he deserves. And serves him right. It really does.
Um, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Why am I having this strange feeling? Okay. Strange feeling averted. Uh, Alleged Alleged, alleged what there, Rob? Why don't you call? Hey, why don't you call in? I'm only going to be on the air for another hour and a half, so yeah, you I may might, as well I might call be taking it. off. I might be taking off pretty soon myself. Seems like a quiet night, but I got a project working in the other room. Uh, I heard we're supposed to be getting a snowstorm this weekend. Did you hear that? Yes, they're they're calling for at least a foot of snow. I know in the, in, the, in, the, in the, up this way. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, so much for the weird weather. Where it was sixty degrees and it was nice out. That doesn't last long. Well, we had one day of of near 70-degree temps. You didn't think Mother Nature was going to be kind to us, did you? I mean, it's January, okay? We're still in the winter months, and we're still going to deal with winter colds. I mean, next week, after the foot of snow we're supposed to get hits, then during that coming week, temperatures drop like a stone into the single digits. Y'all can definitely keep that weather. Oh. Ah, Rob and Suzette are calling in. Hello. Yo, Rob. Yo, hello, hello, hello. How goes it? Uh, I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, I know. It's hard to tell, but I know you got something up your sleeve. Yeah, my arm, hopefully. (laughs) <laughs> That's good. Yeah, well, hey, it, it was it was a short it was kind of a short notice joke. Yeah. Well, I, I, I alleged George. I mean, we don't know if he's um, actually done this yet. I mean, guilty. You know, you can't just because these charges are filed against Avenatti, you can't just say he's guilty yet. He's allegedly guilty. You're, you're crucifying well, the poor guy. He's, he's said and done so many things, uh, especially like with Stormy Daniels alone. I mean, the attempt to take down President Trump using a stripper. I mean, come on, really? 
These guys own tactics. I wouldn't put it past this clown to have done these things. But, you know, I agree with you. Everything is alleged until proven, until proven in a court of law. But why would, why would the California Bar Association be going after him? That's a good if, point. If the complaints filed against him with the, the, the state's Bar Association uh, were not already, have not already been proven. Because he probably didn't okay. pay his dues. He has to pay a dues to be a member of that uh, bar. He probably didn't pay it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm almost 99% sure that a lot of lawyers in a lot of states have to do that. But here's the here's the thing. Even if even by paying paying that nice little pocket change, if enough complaints against an attorney go go forward to the uh, bar association, they have to act on those complaints. Uh, the the state bar association here in New York, for example, I filed a complaint against an attorney. Uh, several years ago, and this attorney, I you know I had paid you know I paid I paid the attorney to do a job, and then the attorney says that I owed him another two or three hundred dollars, and I said no, I have you I have here your receipt signed by you that says paid in full. Now that tells me that I don't owe you any more money. So what I hired you to do, you should be doing. And he turned around. And he said, "Well, until I get the, the two, until I get two hundred, I believe the, the the amount was around two hundred fifty dollars. And until he got that money, he wasn't doing anything. So I contacted the state bar association." They gave me a fax number to fax the uh, the receipt to them, and I haven't seen this attorney anywhere in in Westchester County or New, or even in Dutchess County for that matter, because uh, he used to have an office right here in right here in Poughkeepsie. Gone. So you you were able to get rid of the only attorney that you, there was in the whole town. You got rid of him. No, but I found out later that he had over 25 separate complaints from 25 other people. Wow. Yeah, because uh, some of the some people I know in, in uh, recovery, they dealt with this attorney, and they went to the Bar Association and complained. So, yeah. <laughs> well, the Bar well, Association will come down on you like a like a like a to like a house of cards if you're fucking up. They they yeah, don't give a shit. Unless you're like an FBI attorney, they don't do nothing. Um what was your what was your case about? All it was was a simple matter of doing a will. I was getting my will done. Okay. It had nothing to do with a criminal case or anything like that. It was just a matter of him doing something with my will. <laughs> nothing a notary public could do, uh, do anything for you, huh? Uh-huh. What is what are you worried about? Oh, uh-huh. security. 
George, don't give your body to science. They'll never thank you. You'll never get a card or anything thanking you for it. Don't bother. They're very rude like that. Um, uh, well, well, Mike, here, here's a problem with that idea. See, if I give my body to science, that usually means I'm dead. So yeah. I don't think it would much matter to me whether I got a card or not. Oh, I just want to make sure. All right. Well, it's nice to know they're appreciative, but then again. Because yeah. then we turn the sender on the card. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Return the sender. Address it unknown. Yeah, well, well, now, now, I don't know if it was you or your wife that uh, posted this in the chat room from Global Who's Research. You that did it. I didn't do it. Well, guess what? According to this, Iran is going to sue the United States and President Trump for killing General Soleimani. Yeah, that'll go over well. The guy's on every fucking terror hit list. He's got sanctions against him traveling out of the country and broke every fucking law there was and has been tied to murders of how many? And Yeah, that's, that's going to go over really fucking well. <laughs> well, here, here, get this. Check this out, brother. According to Iran's judiciary spokesman, Golam Hassan Esmail, yeah. Yeah, whatever. I have a hard enough time saying my own last name sometimes when I'm half asleep. It's like, yeah, it's George Sinasel. What? Uh, what was that, sir? Yabba-dabba-doo. Yabba-dabba-doo, number one. So trust me when I say, if I pronounce the character's name right, I'd be in shock. Well, apparently this uh, judiciary, this Iranian judiciary spokesman uh, for the country's ruling authorities will sue the U.S. in international courts for Soleimani's assassination. This brutal act was a violation of human rights and all international rules. This is what this uh, judiciary That's spokesman for Iran... Esmeyeli. That's his name. Galam Hussein Esmaili. Esmaili. Oh, Esmaili. Uh huh. Yeah, there you go. That's almost. almost like saying kiss, kiss my ass quickly. Or daily. <laughs> exactly. Mother Soleimani was the official guest of the Iraqi government, officials as high-ranking Iranian official, and a foreign state has committed this crime in Iraq. Well, your martyr was the mastermind behind the. IED attacks of uh, of U.S. soldiers that either killed them outright or maimed their their, their their poor bodies half to death. Gee, and he's not a martyr; he's a muttonhead. <laughs> a martyr. 
That's what that's what this uh, this Iranian judiciary spokesman is is calling Salmani a martyr. Martyr. Right. The criminal U.S. government and and I love don't you just love the way they 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 call the U.S. the criminal. The criminal U.S. government's measure to martyr General Salmani and Abu Mahadi Al. Mahandis and their entourage. What are they? A fucking uh, boy band or something? They had they had an entourage, so they're what? Are they a boy band or uh, some other fucking thing? Give me a break. He's a terrorist act from the legal viewpoint. The legal view of point. God, this, don't think you know how to fucking speak any English. And a clear instance of state terrorism. Oh, that's the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, really. Justice Saeed Ibrahim 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 whatever. I don't give a fuck what his name is. This uh, chief justice in Iran says those who commit offenses will be prosecuted. Adding. We need to name the U.S. president as the main defendant. We won't let it slide. He must be convicted at the international level. Now, the ICC, or International Criminal Court, not the ICJ, is the proper tribunal for prosecuting individuals for, war, for, crime, you know, for crimes of war against humanity, genocide, and aggression. Since established by the Rome... Statue by the Rome statue. Get uh, tongue. Stop blocking the eye teeth. Uh, statute in 2002. The ICC never held the U.S. or other Western nations or Israel accountable for indisputable high crimes. Just their victims. Time and again, the court breached its mandate to end impute to end impunity for the perpetrators of the most serious crimes of concern. So they want they want to sue the US government, try and get Trump convicted of war crimes. Are they fucking for real? A lot of nerve. <laughs> Trust me when I say that takes a lot of balls, and they ain't got none. So, well, President Trump you know. can hire Avenatti to be his lawyer to represent him, and if he gets him off, then um, Avenatti can get a uh, presidential pardon. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. My clip computer decided to reset. Oh, restart boy. automatically. It did it on its own. Uh-oh, someone's in your computer. With Windows updates. Oh. Fucking pain in my ass. Unbelievable. 
excuse me. George, I found, I tracked down that clip I was talking about from tonight from Trump's speech. And I put it in the FFNO. The first post that I did is two posts I did. One is labeled timestamp, and it's a screenshot. You can see the exact timestamp, where to start in the screenshot. And below it is the link for the speech from tonight where he talks about killing Soleimani and the Democrats. And uh, it's the, he handled them fucking great. He really did a good job. Okay. Well, and at that I'll point, they able, already... I'll be able to play it as soon as the clip... All right. All right. They already had, at that point, they already had two anti-Trump protesters escorted out of the place. And um, he was making fun of them, too. And he said, how ridiculous. You know, he said... Did you guys catch that on Ricky Jarvis when he was doing the Golden Globe Awards? Yeah, he got into trouble for that. They really, uh, they were not happy. A lot of the diehards. And he joked about it. He said he doesn't think he's going to do that again. They probably won't hire him for, it's going to be hard for him to find some work now. Well, he's done the show five, he's hosted the show five five other times. And every time he does, he does go out there and and says some outlandish shit, that's for sure. I mean, he really gave it to me on the night. That was great. It was beautiful. Yeah, he did. But but the other there's the other ones where he hosted. You know, he he said some pretty good things too, didn't? Yeah. But this one this one was great though. <clears throat> yeah, that was good. Just, just, just take your awards, don't and pray to your own gods and this and that. And he goes and take your awards yeah. and just fuck off. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah, it was good. About time. Well, as I was trying to say a moment ago, as soon as the clip computer is done rebooting from the Windows update that should not have done it, done it on its own, I had a, I had that shit disabled, so it couldn't update automatically. But Microsoft, in its infinite stupidity, can force your computer to take updates even when you disable them. So I got to sit here and play the waiting game. Uh, there's an article that says from the, out of the BBC, the Iranians tracked down the person the person that videotaped the plane getting hit and released the video, and they arrested him. What was he thinking? Uh how dare you make us look stupid? You dumb <laughs> shit. We're, we will torture you now. We'll, we'll eat you up with our modern hands. A martyr. Well, what did you expect? You know? Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, no, not again. I feel like... Damn it, I'm... What the fuck? My nose decides to have a sneeze fit all day? Christ, it's getting annoying. 
Every time I turn around, I got to fucking sneeze. It's like somebody stuck okay. a feather up my nose and decided to tickle my, ins- my the inside of my sinuses. You can come down to Texas where there's cedar fever. <laughs> cedar? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Cedar fever? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not allergic to cedar. Well, you're experiencing a part of cedar fever. <laughs> But I don't have any cedar up here. Well, I will be more than happy to take all of the cedar that's down here and ship it up to you. No thanks, I'll pass. Uh, That though, that will be necessary. Actually, that would fix our moth problem. Usually miserable from about mid-December to about March. Right. That's not fair. Well, see, I have a an allergy with dust. Basic basic allergies of dust and pollen, and you know, when you're when you're dealing with the you know just the just the minimum basic allergies, you you think to yourself, okay, January, okay, January. Through, through at least March, I shouldn't be having too many issues with my allergies, right? Well, the apartment I live in has a unfortunate side. I get I get more dust in this apartment than I than I have ever had in any other place I've lived. So I end up sneezing my head off at least once every morning. How many and plants do you have in your apartment? Oh, I have no plants in my house. You need I don't plants. have a green thumb, Stevie. Trust me, I don't have a green thumb. <laughs> but it every will time, help. Every time, oh, it will definitely help, but they die after after a few days. And uh, the water you're hearing is me filling up my four-cup coffee maker Carafe, so I could bake a cup of coffee. And did your computer move yet? Good filter device. Beg your pardon? Did your com- Did your computer turn on yet? I was in the kitchen. I I, I can't see through walls. I don't have X-ray vision. Uh, yeah, it did. Uh. Do you think I can ha- have just a minute to fill my my coffee maker's uh, water container and uh, and and be able to make this lovely know, cup I'll of coffee? About it. Dying for. Hold on, hold on. We'll decide, uh, guys. We're going to take a vote on this. It's already been brought out. And, uh, George um, wants to know if it's okay. Uh, do I have somebody that would like to bring a motion to down the fourth Wednesday? Uh, be careful now. You know, you get in trouble. Any, anybody want to? Anybody want to bring the motion bring to the fire. table? If George George should be allowed to pour himself a coffee, uh, uh, Stevie, you want to bring it to the table? We can take it up for a vote. Uh, if anybody it's seconds it, Stevie, but I'm already, I'm already I'm already making the coffee. Oh, well, I, I live off of coffee, so I'm just saying. 
Like, if I could have a 24-hour coffee IV, then, you know, life would be great. You see the article that came out today? It said the people that drink alcohol and drink coffee live longer. I went, whoa, what the hell is that? Never heard of that one before. Yeah. Uh, so, apparently, I'm going to live forever. Yeah. I think I had just an eight-hour shift. I had five cups of coffee. I told Lisa, I said, we should look into who promoted that study. Was it Bailey's Liquor? Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, Stevie, you had five cups of coffee during a during a shift? Yeah. That's fairly normal for most folks that drink coffee. Um, yeah, but I could drink a cup of coffee and go to sleep. <laughs> oh, I know, me too. I, I, I built up a tolerance to caffeine. Back when I was working night uh, yeah. security, okay, I used to work for Con Edison as a night security guard in one of their warehouse locations where they kept all of the parts and equipment necessary for what they called an outage phase at the Indian Point nuclear power plant. Well, I would work 11 p.m. to 7 in the next morning. Well, I didn't want to sit there and not have any coffee, so I took with me a, 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 at least a 30-cup coffee maker. 30 cups. I would, I would have three pots of coffee a night. 30 cups each. That's 90 cups of coffee. And you're not I mean, dead? That much. Well, I didn't, I, I, I didn't drink an entire 30 cups. Uh, usually it was like you know, like like a normal coffee maker's twelve cups. I, mine, I usually end, ended up with like fifteen cups, but that's three pots of coffee every day that I work. What was that? Cream and sugar. Yes. Wow. But I, I use sweet flow, so I instead of regular sugar. Oh, that's arsenic. And I wasn't even... Yeah. <laughs> What's that, Stevie? Sweet and low is arsenic. Oh, lovely. So I've been I've been feeding myself arsenic for for decades. Yes. Yeah, I started it. using sweet and low back when I was back when I was a teenager and going to my grandmother's house for summer you know summer visits and all that because grandma was a was a diabetic. And she only had sweet and low in the house. She never had any regular sugar. She would pick up a small box of sugar at the market just for my parents so they could have coffee with regular sugar. Yeah, do your research on sweet and low. I'm afraid to look. But now, for now, me, I can only use sugar or honey. I can't use like the stevia or I like I can't do that. I can do like the sugar in the raw where it still has the molasses in it. Regular sugar or honey. That's it. Because anything else completely destroys my system. Wow. 
That sucks. Yeah. It's deviant natural. Is that the stuff that's made from from alcohol? Sweetener? No, stevia is a, a plant-based. Okay, but there's one of them that's made, it's it's natural, but it's made from uh, the sugar something is made out of uh, alcohol that comes out of the, uh, from the processing. Uh, I think it's xylitol is the, the chemical name of oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, xylitol is, is deathly, I think it's less than a gram of it will kill your dog in 20 minutes. I forget how much is a small is amount of it will kill a dog. I mean, they say you got like that's 20 like minutes. The majority to, of your cereals and your no, you got to read it. You got to you yeah. got to read it though. No, it's not in all of it. I have to check all the ingredients of the stuff that I buy to make sure that that stuff's not in it. So I get yeah. if I give my dog a cookie or something, I have to look to make sure because. It's mostly used in sugar-free stuff. A lot of the bakeries don't yeah. use it because you'll see in the beginning, it'll start right off and it'll say sugar. If you see regular sugar in it, then they're not going to be using sugar and the synthetic. Oh, no. I'm, but, I'm, but like I'm, I'm, I'm talking about if you go to the grocery store. Right. Anything that's sugar-free, yep, that xylitol stuff is in it, and that stuff will kill a dog in a heartbeat. It's bad news. Yep. It's really bad. Uh, so that's uh, a long time ago. I told Lisa that's it. No more sugar-free gum for you. I'm not taking a chance. You know, crude is another one thing you have to worry about when you get the dogs. What? Crude. A lot of food has crude in it. Uh, a lot of the food. I wonder why it, you know, doesn't it harms the dogs quickly, whereas with us, we can seem to put up with it. I wonder for how long. You know, maybe, maybe it doesn't have an effect now, but after 10 years, you know, who Well, knows? they've also gradually introduced a lot of this stuff, so our body's starting to build up what's considered yeah. a tolerance. Yeah. It's weird. But once we start messing around with yellow number five, then we're screwed. They took our gluten away. That's bad enough. I mean, even the dog food you buy today, you don't know. I mean, I had a friend of mine where his dog, his dog was killed because the ingredients came from China. Back when that, remember that was like five years, six years ago, a bunch of dogs were dying, kidney failure and stuff from some ingredient that was coming out of China. His was one of them. And uh, I don't know. It's scary, scary crap. What's out there? All in the name of making a buck. Oh, George, you're back in front of the computer. It's on. Everything's working. Are you able to put that link up? You sound like you're getting those dishes done in the kitchen. Uh, well, I think George ran away. Yeah. Uh, I gotta get going. I thought I'd check with him quick before he. Before I took off, because I got a, a bunch of stuff that I'm doing in the other room, I got to be over there. All right, Mike. All right, guys. Listen, I'll talk to you later on. You say, say Mike, I'm getting the and... clip now. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Jesus Christ, give me a chance to to stop blowing my nose.
You granted your wish. I got to blow my nose. I got to make the water. I got to refill my four-pot serial number 666 coffee machine. I got to do the, <laughs> oh, my God, life is so involved here. What are you doing here to me? Oh, my God. Shirley, Shirley, call the rabbi. I don't know what's the matter with the boy. I don't know. <laughs> You like in the turmoil. Keep it up, Mikey boy. You're asking for it. You're asking for it. <laughs> Get the rabbi. Get the rabbi. What's going on there? Hey. What are you talking about? That's Cassandra. Wow. I didn't even touch it. Touch that button yet. It already, it already opened that up. <laughs> Talk about a sensitive touch pad here, boy. I tell you, well, we said this Samsung laptop was was good for, was a good a good opener. I didn't mean literally. All right, let's see here. Open Sesame on that one. Because I had to go to Facebook to get it. Hold on a minute while I make some minor minor positional changes. And to do that, I got to turn that turn off the microphone for a sec. Otherwise, it starts and well, you you'd be listening to me. Stop, go, stop, go. So give me a second, guys. Well, we need some elevator music or something. Muzak. Remember Muzak? I don't know if they're still in business. Now, how's that music for you? All right. The what? <clears throat> oh. Okay, I got it to work to. Okay. Cool. I have it where it's at just be just a hair before the marker indication that Mike was, had mentioned. So oh. it'll start a few seconds ahead of that, but we will see what happens. Here goes. Here's the clip. You know, many of the young men and women you see walking around without arms and without legs and without were done by Soleimani. That's what he loved. He loved the roadside bomb. That's what he loved. Thousands and thousands and thousands in Iraq, in Afghanistan, roadside bombs. He was the king of the roadside bombs. Great percentages of people don't have legs right now and arms because of this son of a bitch. And the Democrats should be outraged by Soleimani's evil crimes, not the decision to end his wretched life. They're saying, well, he was a general, he was this, he was that. 
You know what? Number one, he wasn't supposed to be there. He was a designated terrorist by President Obama, who didn't do anything about it, as usual. As usual. They don't do anything. They designate, and they don't do anything about it. He should have been killed 20 years ago. Now, here's the story with the Democrats. If I didn't kill him, and let's say we lost three, four, five embassies or bases or thousands of people or hundreds of people or two people were killed, they would have said, Trump should have taken him out. Anything we do, they go the opposite. So we kill him, and that was precision. It went much too fast. Went too fast. So we kill him, and they say, what a horrible... If we didn't kill him, they'd say, what a horrible thing. Right? You know, with the wall, we're building the wall. You know that, right? Oh, God. And by the way, they think they caught me, and they never catch us. Because, you know, Mexico's paying for the wall. You know that. You'll see that. It's driving them crazy. Now they say, okay, he's building the wall. But Mexico didn't pay. Mexico will pay. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. You'll see that. It'll come out. We'll do it sometime during the debate or maybe before our debate, the real debate, that people are going to watch. That people are going to watch. They haven't been doing great on the debates, I have to tell you. But we are building this wall. We're over 100 miles right now. We're going to be expanding the length. You have a lot of natural, but you have 1,978 miles. You need 500 miles, but 700 would be good. 750 or so would be great. We're going to now get it up. Mike, let me know when to stop it. It's easy getting financing. When people put, I can get anything from them. I can get whatever I want in terms of money, except for a wall. And I made one big mistake. I should have said to them, we will not build the wall. We don't want the wall. They would have insisted that we build it. We would have had all the money we wanted. I made a mistake. I made a big mistake. Now, we're building the wall. It's going up, and it's going up rapidly, and very soon we'll be building about a mile a day. And we should be up to over 400 miles by next year, the end of next year, and shortly thereafter it'll be finished. And it's already having a tremendous impact on people not being able to come into our country. Bernie, and the radical left cannot protect your family, and they cannot protect our country, nor do they want to, I think. According to Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren, who has somewhat less Indian blood in her than I do, and I have none. Remember? Oh, we hit her hard. But I hit her too early. But now it doesn't matter. She's not going anywhere. But Bernie said... According to her, Bernie said, and I don't believe that he said this, because, you know, I don't know him. I don't particularly like him. He's a nasty guy. But I don't believe he said it. It's not his deal. You, know, you have to know what people say. He, she said, right, that Bernie stated strongly that a woman can't win for president. A woman can win for president. 
Fortunately, <laughs> that could happen. That could happen. Who knows? But she said that Bernie said a woman can't win. I don't believe that Bernie said that. I really don't. So, you know, just no, Bernie, it's not the kind of a thing he'd say. If you want to keep America safe, just vote Republican. We're doing so well. We're doing so well. Now this okay, since I didn't know where to stop it at, I'll just leave, I'll just stop right there. Okay, I sent you a message. It's all right. Well, he got into it. Uh, he jumped, and I guess he went back to the general afterwards. But uh, it's all right. It was good, though. He did a good job. And I doubt if the media would be playing parts, especially like the Bernie parts or anything like that. They're not going to want people to hear that stuff. They're not going to want any Democrats ridiculed. So they don't want to advertise that. No, of course not. They no. they want to keep everything within their narrative. <clears throat> Gunslingers here. Cool. Finally, after Wally Wart, Wally Wart World. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Wally World. To, to those uh-huh. of you who don't know what we're talking about, it's called. It, you call it Walmart. We call it Wally World. Uh, Wally Wart or, or, or Wall Wall of the Wall of dis, Wall of Shame or you know there's there's quite a few names for it. Just not always the right one. Uh, yeah, this is, you got another tw- you got another twenty minutes to the show, but I I've really got to get going in the other room. So I'll talk to you guys later on. I'll see you tomorrow night. Hey, Mike. All right, all right, all right. So guys, have a good night, Mike. Oh. You have a good one. Uh, we actually have 41 minutes of the show left. Well, not 41 minutes. I take that back. Let me double-check the count here. Uh, we're, we're on the air for another 47-plus minutes. So, although that may not last all that much longer any, anyway. Because everything I was going to talk about tonight just would take longer than 47 minutes to do, and it's just not going to happen. So now I'm just going to have to wing it. Thanks, Mike, for uh, dropping by and, uh, you know, switching me switching me off of off my planned topics, which you do a lot, but I wouldn't tell you that. Did you check that video out of uh, Graham Allen that I sent you? <laughs> the what to wear? sent you a video that brought up Graham Allen, that Twitter thing that I sent the other day, and you didn't know who he was. Oh, I never got a chance to look at that, no. George. Well, I've been busy trying to find a place to live, dealing with pain. Um, come on, it's not, it's not like I wanted to avoid it. Life just, just happened. On you. I'll tell you what. Let me see if I can. You you send it to the. Uh, you send it to me one on one private message or. Yep. Okay, I got a. Then I went to the wrong spot. 
Hang on a second here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Rose Lopez wants to take out Trump with Ir- with Iran. Oh, this ought to be fun. Um, let me see here. Uh, Open Sesame. Now we just gotta wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, wrong venue. I'm sorry. Okay. Now we're opening up that video, 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 Our president's head Even reports coming out that Iran wants to attack the White House But I digress Okay, I gotta restart it because I had to make adjustments to the out to the to the volume of this video. The Trump video was a lot lower than this, and it was making it difficult to get the proper audio squeeze. I forgot to tell you, Graham Allen is kind of loud. <laughs> that would have been nice to know if before I hit the play button. And my and, and and my and and my speakers. See, thankfully, the headphones I'm wearing are for the people on the video on the on the phone line and stuff. But I have separate set of speakers plugged into the mixer board. And as soon as that video played, I'm like, boing! It's like you ever see the commercial where the guy is sitting in his lounge chair. And all of a sudden, he turns on the speakers, and they blast him through the wall. Yeah. Well, that was almost me. (laughs) Sorry. It happened. It could have been worse. But anyway. True. Here's the very loud, very vocal, and understandably so, Graham Allen. From January 6th of this year. All right, so by now, most of you know everything that's been going on with Iran. The president did his job defending Americans, taking out a horrible human being that the world is a better place without. But that's not what this video is about. This video is about the fact that now reports are coming in that allegedly sanctions of Iran or Iran itself is offering an $80 million bounty 
on our president's head. Even reports coming out that Iran wants to attack the White House, but I digress. Let me start off by saying this. Of course America wants peace, and nobody wants war. However, do not get it twisted for one freaking second. The red, white, and blue does not run from anybody, especially the face of cowardice, monstrous terrorists. We want peace, but if you want to poke the bear, we will fight you and destroy you at every single level because freedom will always win and terrorism will take a thunder bullet to the back of its face. Now, as far as we disagree on everything, surely you would think in this time of who knows what's going to happen, that when Iran, another country, puts an $80 million bounty on our president's head, you would think that Americans could stand together. But nay, George Lopez comes into the picture. Not only saying that he agrees with the bounty, he says that he'll do it for half. Um, come on, say what? Let me tell you something, you traitor to the government. You sorry excuse for a man, much less somebody that takes full advantage of American capitalism and money and fame and fortune. You disgust me, you sorry piece of garbage. Also, how are you not in jail? Secret Service, hello? You might want to check this out. All right, I'm just saying, anybody that not only supports and tries to help out this bounty on our president's head, but also confirms that they'll take it out for half the price, Secret Service should show at your door, thunder slap you in the back of your face, and then buy you a one-way ticket to your new home in Iran. Listen to me very clearly, everybody. If you support harming the president of the United States, not only are you not an American, you should be sent somewhere else where they will love you for who you are. But in the end, you won't do it because you're a coward, and that's what cowards do. You want to take advantage of every good thing America has to offer in your selfish, entitlement, worthless guts. But you won't stand up for America in times where America needs you to stand behind her, and that's what makes you the worst type of person, and we don't need you. Again, of course America wants peace. Why wouldn't we? Nobody wants war. But these colors don't run, especially from terrorists, so don't push it. Who was that again? That was Graham Allen. Graham Allen, thank you. He is a veteran. I think, if I'm correct, it was Army. Um, And obviously, super patriotic. Tells it like it is. He's got a podcast. Um, But I was introduced to Graham Allen whenever he was doing the Dear America videos, which would sometimes get annoying because he's got this really weird screech that he does. Thank God he didn't do it in this video. Um, But he, for the younger generation, he's been a very good broadcaster to them. Well, 
let me let me let me point something out too that you know when 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 you see podcasters like Graham Allen, uh, you you look at them and you see the passion in their eyes for what they're because they they know that what they're saying is straight up, and 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 a yeah. lot of what they say that comes from the heart you see it in their eyes, you hear it in the tone of their voice, their body language speaks volumes. You know, uh, there's a veteran, I don't know what his name is, but there's a veteran here in the area during the summertime. He will sit down with young people at the, in the park. Parents are, are there with their kids. They all listen to this guy. He tells them of his experiences when he was in Afghanistan. And he turned around and he, and he said, look, I don't give a shit what people say about President Bush. They can talk shit about him until they, all they want. He said that the, the one thing that this man did right is he sent us in to try and wax this, this son of a gun named Osama bin Laden. We went there to do a job, take care of this bastard who who tried to take out as many of us in our own country as he could, using our own shit as weapons. So I don't care what any of them jokers say that, you know, well, it's President Bush's fault, you know, it's it's this reason, that reason. Any other, anything said other than the truth and, the, and shit that can be 100% proven, is all I don't need. If it ain't that, I don't want to hear it from anybody. And you kids need to learn the real history of this country. And he would go, here's where I'm going to start with. And he would go into something that he experienced while in the Army. And this guy, people love him around here. They, they and this man lost he, he lost both legs From the knee down To an IED And please watch your background noise Folks I can hear it with my headset Sorry Now Here's the thing to bear in mind, it's, and Stevie, by the way, uh, thank you for for, uh, for for sending me this uh, clip. This guy was right on the money. He was right on the money. George Lopez is a scumbag. I'm sorry. He's not even fucking funny. The George Lopez show that he did was a big waste of fucking time. You know what I would watch that show for? A reason to fall asleep. Seriously, I, I watched it just so I had uh, something so boring I would fall asleep like that. And Graham and Graham Allen was right about another thing. Why wasn't the Secret Service going after this son of a bitch? There's Why did the Secret Service do it? Well, there, there's an update of that I read yesterday, day before, I think it was. Now he's saying, well, he apologized. It was just a joke. Yeah, the fucking joke's on him. I think the Secret Service did knock on his door. 
according to what I read. Should be charged. No. That's that's like um, that's like Hitler sitting there saying, "No, no, I was only joking. The, the Jews are nice people. I never, I would never hurt them." Yeah. And I would believe that. Why? No, the motherfucker said he would take half the money to do something to our president. Well, guess what? And now you better use all of that kind of money, that of his own money, that is, to defend his fucking ass. Because the Secret Service needs to snatch up people like like Lopez, Griffin, De Niro. Fucking Robert De Niro, he sat there threatening to, to punch the president right in the fucking mesh. Who the fuck is what, what 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 because they're Hollywood types they're immune to prosecution they're immune to being arrested for threatening a sitting president If I was the secret service if I was the director of the secret service I'd be on the phone to his to I'd be on the on the call to to the to the field agents and saying bring in Lopez bring in Kathy Griffin bring in Robert De Niro for extensive questioning. They already have enough evidence to support and substantiate charges against these fuckers. But because they're Hollywood types, what, they get a pass? Fuck no. I wouldn't give these motherfuckers a pass. That's like... That's like... Yeah, but you know what? Democrats are fuckheads. They don't know any better. And they're double they're they're, they're, they're hypocrites. They're fucking hypocrites. Chuck Schumer during the 98 uh Clinton impeachment said the opposite of what he's saying today. Yeah, funny. So there's a level, there's a high level of hypocrisy coming from the, the criminal left. So I, guess, so I guess if a person threatens a, a sitting president's life, and they are Hollywood elitists, nothing to see here. Please disperse. Nothing to see here. They get a free pass. But let that be one of us. Let one of us during the Obama dictatorship do something like that. We'd have our doors caved in. We'd be handcuffed and hogtied and hauled out of our fucking homes. Yeah, and the, and and people like Obumbanger and his cronies would have had the media up our ass like a proctologist to, ex, to to expose the evil threat to the president. Yeah, keep jerking me around. 
right. Are you talking about, are you talking about your dance ability again? Okay, I'm having a hard time hearing you. You're very low. Okay, I'm sorry. So are, you, are you talking about your dentist appointment again today? No, I'm not talking about my dentist appointment again. Okay, I thought you said jerking around and something up your cheese or something like that. Figure of speech, Robert. <laughs> Figure of speech. <laughs> now, as I was starting to say before Robert became a practical joker, again... <laughs> God, I really wish he'd stop doing that shit. It'll drive everybody up a wall. All right, so, Stevie, let me start with you on this. Um, so, George Lopez, hey, Marcus is calling in. Those From Texas Internet Radio, Mark has joined us. I want to get back. I want to get uh, back to Stevie. Stevie, so Grant, so so all of these Hollywood elites have threatened to either punch him or held up a bloody caricature of him or said they would take half the money to do something to him. Should these people, because they're Hollywood elites, get away with? with threatening a sitting president of the United States of America? Absolutely not. Now, now it, would would you agree that if that had been any one of us doing that with Obama, where do you think we would oh, yeah. where would we be? Oh yeah, we we would have either immediately been picked up and Gone <laughs> or gone. Ooh, there's that ominous. Gone or gone? Well, gone is in like imprisoned and not able to continue like George Lopez and all the rest of them idiots. Or gone is in taken out. Well, I don't know. I, I I I keep expecting it to be fair. I really do. I expect it to be fair. Uh, Mark from from Texas Internet Radio. Uh, same question goes to you. Should these? I mean, these Hollywood elites. They they're they're getting away with threatening a sitting president with impunity. So is. <coughs> What what are your thoughts about something like that? I mean, like Steve was just saying, if that had been any, if that had been us, we we'd be basically to paraphrase what she said, we 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 we'd be handcuffed, shackled, and thrown under a rock in a jail cell. That's exactly what would happen. That would exa- that's exactly what would happen, and that's exactly what should happen to them. You make if you make a threat against the president of the United States, action should be taken. Period. End of story. No exceptions. I don't give a shit who you are. So what makes these Hollywood elites so special that they can get away with Nothing. this shit? Democratic in money. 
Yeah. Democrats and money. Money. Money, money it mm. makes the world go round. Don't you know that, brother? You haven't learned that yet? Yeah, that's why I don't have a whole lot of uh, of that stuff. I don't think, you know, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure anyone that's probably dialed into this show probably doesn't have a whole lot of it. Why we all relate. We all work hard for what we have. And I know I don't like mine taken away. I don't know about y'all. Bullshit, I got to pay taxes, but certain individuals don't. But anyway... There's my thoughts on the situation. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. The way the, the way I figure it is this. The Hollywood elites are liberals. So the liberals get all the nice protection. Okay, so you just you just threaten to harm the a sitting president of the United States. Not to worry. We're not really going to do anything. You're you're quite safe, Mr. De Niro. Miss um, Griffin, you're you're safe as well. Oh, and Mr. Lopez, you don't have to leave the country. Just keep a low profile. Make make, a, make an apology. You'll be fine. Don't forget Madonna. Oh God. Back years ago. A buddy of mine in Peekskill, and he still to this day is a huge Madonna fan. I, for one, can't stomach her. I never could. Miss Conebra, with her like a virgin, for example. Do you? Do you, I don't know if you heard this. I want to. I want to. I don't want to get too far off the topic, but I don't know if anybody heard this. But at the time when that song came out, and it made the top of the charts, teen pregnancies went up fifteen percent nationwide. Yeah, shocked the fuck out of me when I saw that shit. Oh, believe me. Nowadays, I'm not shocked by too much. Gunslinger, what about you? I mean, what are your thoughts on... um... Well, you know, like I said, when when you got these... Holly weird. I don't call them Hollywood. I call them Holly weird elites like that. They don't care. They have money to burn. Wish I had money to burn. Fuck. Um, they are already involved in drugs, uh, uh, pedophilia, sex trafficking. Where do you where do you think all these goddamn pornography movies and all this shit come from? Holly weird. In that area, so what do you expect? A bunch of damn uh, immoral, godless, evil fucking people. That's what they are. They're just pure fucking evil. Okay, 
And because they got money, what's my favorite saying? Money talks, bullshit walks. It does it every fucking day. It did it ever since the invention of money, whatever that was. And it's still going on today. So, yeah, it just depends on if it was been me or you, we'd be we'd be put so far under that goddamn prison they'd have to pump sunlight into us through a fucking water hose. Okay, that's how far under the prison we would we would get or disappear, like Phoebe was saying. These people play for keeps. You don't have to mob. Mob plays for keeps, don't they? Well, fuck. You know who who's they're probably associated with them too. I wouldn't put it past them. Would you? I mean, give me a break. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I think I think um, I, I think it, it, it's a bit of a stretch to think mafia. I mean, first of all, that's an insult to the mafia. Okay, seriously, that's that's an insult to the mafia. Okay, I don't think any mafia family would would be sitting there looking at that and going. Yes, uh, that, yes, uh, of course. Uh, this is perfectly. It was perfectly legitimate uh, statement. Uh, they they were just outraged and angry, and 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 it's nothing to worry about. It, it, trust me, it's nothing to worry about. Here's uh, Robert why I De Niro, very nice guy. Yeah, here's I didn't why say I, it was, it. I, I I I didn't say anything about proving shit, did I? No, I'm just. I was just saying. I'm just. I'm just for everybody that doesn't believe that. All these, like I said, all these Hollywood weirders, weirdos, okay, they have, and they're involved with these strip clubs and all that shit, okay? They have interest in them, okay? Now, years ago, there there's strip clubs out here in Arlington, Texas, just a little suburb out here, outside of Dallas here. And conveniently that pilot friend of mine his wife worked as a, as a cosmetologist for one of these strip clubs okay uh they had dungeons and all kinds of shit in there i still have a lifetime membership to it but anyway uh and i you know me being a master electrician and everything i said hey let me give me a card or something for the boss out here and let me maybe i can do some of this stage lighting you know look at the girls too but i was interested in you know doing the stage lighting and she, she said, Mark, you don't want no part of this fucking place out here. I said, why? She said, the mafia owns it. She said, they own all them fucking strip clubs. Dallas, all over, all over the country. They're mafia owned. Uh, okay, so stay away from that. Yeah, I never did do that. No. So, yeah, I heard it from the horse's mouth. Yeah, they're, they're, they're in there too. You bet you they are. When you got that kind of money, <laughs> come on. Yeah, they probably own them. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, not for anything, but just because they may have an interest in these social clubs and all this shit, not trying to say they, they you know, that you know that they're complete idiots, which they are, but they're probably not very bright in thinking of the, the fact that. You know, the, there may be a mafia connection in this somewhere. Okay, there are some Hollywood types that actually, le, you know, invested legitimately in some of these strip clubs and other things like that, not knowing that they were being duped by the mafia. There are some strip clubs that aren't even that are not even under the mafia's influence. You'd be surprised. They got it somewhere. 
somewhere down the line. I don't know who, what line it is. It's not going to okay. be with the manager at the strip club or anything. It's not the managers or anything. I'm talking about the top boys, the big boys, okay, the drives up in limos, which I've seen them do, okay? You know, it's got fucking solid gold rings on every fucking fingers and probably toes, too. That type is what I'm talking about. Not the. I, not retract, the, not my, the, my, I retract my opinion. George, I've seen it. I mean, I've been there, done it. I've seen it. I've seen the son of bitches. <laughs> you can have all opinion that you want, but when you actually see it and hear it and been there, uh, it's a little bit different. <laughs> Just a little bit. Well, all I know is, you know, it's it's insanity. Getting back to the original topic, when you've got Hollywood types that that make these kind of idiot moves of threatening a sitting U.S. president and nothing happens to them, you have to question the Secret Service's motivation for not touching them. E.T. Williams, the doctor of common sense, had a visit from the Secret Service when Obama held the, hosti- held the office of ho- uh, hostage for eight years. Gunslinger, I know you, you remember that because we talked about it on this broadcast at the time when it happened. The Doctor of Common Sense, E.T. Williams, had, was visited by the Secret Service during Obama's hostage holding of the presidency, nothing happened to him, thankfully. But he said something totally innocuous, and the Secret Service is knocking at his door. But let Robert De Niro threaten to punch the president in the in the bazoo. Let Kathy Griffin stand there and get her picture taken with a with a bloody caricature of the president's head. Let George Lopez sit there and say he'll take half the money and go out and go after the president. Oh, they can get away with that shit, but let the common person, let an average everyday citizen say something that is not even threatening the president in any way, shape, or form, or an alleged president in this case, and, oh, we have to send the Secret, the Secret Service over to talk to Mr. Williams. Why? Why? He didn't say anything that warranted even a visit. You know, last time I checked, and maybe I'm wrong, but we the people had a thing called innocent until proven guilty. I guess if you're a Hollywood elite and you donate to Democrats and all this other happy horse shit, you can get away with doing this too. 
Oh, and thank you, Rob, for mentioning this. Almost forgot, and I did forget. Snoop Dogg, you know, the rapper, made a video, made a rap video shooting the president. This is Snoop Dogg. Here's another one. Why wasn't he talked with talked to by the Secret Service? Why is he still sitting out free? Why are these Hollywood elites liberal musicians getting away with the kind of shit that you and I would be thrown under a fucking rock in a jail cell in a in a prison that's so far behind the, the, the wood line that we'd never see the light of day unless it was piped in through a vent. They'd have to show us a picture of sunlight in order for us to have any sunlight. That's how far in the prison we'd be thrown in. It's unfortunate. It really is. Up, oh, Stevie dropped. Darn. She's here, George. We're listening together in the room. Oh, okay. She's on my line. That way we didn't get any feedback or distortion or it wasn't pinging from uh, latency. Oh, okie dokie. Well, folks, let me, let, me, let me raise a question here. The Senate trial is set to start next Tuesday. Congress is going to vote tomorrow to send the articles to the to the Senate. Okay? Because uh majority leader McConnell uh has yet to release the text of the motion to dismiss the impeachment charges against President Trump. Now the Kentucky lawmaker reportedly has been surveying members of his conference to gauge support for dismissal. But apparently GOP senators are generally not interested in such a move as some attempt to remain impartial ahead of the upcoming 2020 primaries. Now McConnell took to the floor of the Senate uh, Tuesday to speak out against Democrats, demands for calling specific witnesses in the upcoming impeachment trial. House Democrats' case cannot simultaneously be so robust that it has enough to impeach in the first place, but also so weak that the Senate needs to go fishing. If the existing case is strong, there's no need for the judge and the jury to reopen the investigation. If the existing case is weak, House Democrats should not have impeached in the first place. Uh, this is what Mitch McConnell said. Uh, the Senate Majority Leader also went on to say the House is likely to send the articles of impeachment over on Wednesday. So 
which would then allow the Senate to go through some preliminary steps this week. The impeachment trial could begin as early as next Tuesday. Uh, Meanwhile, the president's impeachment legal team is coming together as the trial. Excuse me. Yeah. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, As the trial quickly approaches. Now, the Trump administration confirmed Tuesday that that White House counsel Pat Cipollone will lead the defense efforts. President Trump's personal lawyer, Jay Sekulow, and deputy counsels Michael Perpura and Patrick uh, Philbin will also aid in the impeachment defense. Now, something that came out also today uh, during the course of all this, according to the Corrupt News Network, to just to, just to add to this, House Democrats provide new evidence of Giuliani's push to meet with Zelensky. So these House Democrats, they unveiled this new evidence Tuesday uh, that they plan to send to the Senate as, hold on, stupid automatic, I hate automatic starting videos. They're a pain in the ass. So they plan to send this new uh, evidence they've uncovered to the Senate as part of their case to remove President Trump from office providing text messages and handwritten notes from an indicted Rudy Giuliani associate that add more details about the push for Ukraine to announce an investigation against Trump's political rivals. Okay? I don't even have to go on any further with that. You can pretty much you can pretty much get the idea of where that's going. Sorry. Can't stop yawning now. Shit. So, Mark, let me start with you and, and, and Stevie on this. Why do they feel it necessary to send new uh, uh, unveiled evidence about Rudy Giuliani when it's not Rudy Giuliani who's facing impeachment? Distract. Or is it? Distract, delay, distract. Delay, disrupt. Distract, delay, disrupt. Fake news. Fake information. Bullshit. The fucking same game, dude. They've been doing this for fucking three years. Why does this even surprise you? Well, it's not surprising me. It's it's actually confusing the fuck out of me. Why they think they, that this is going to get them any better results. It's not. It's going to delay, distract, disrupt. Delay, distract, disrupt, repeat. Delay, distract, disrupt. Over and over and over again until they get the result they want. That's what they're going to keep doing. Until they get what they want, they're like a little whiny fucking baby that won't shut the fuck up that needs their face fucking punched. Um. Uh, okay. I, I'm not going to say what I'm thinking on the grounds that 
that last sentence that you just said? Very strange. They need their face punched? No, like a whiny little baby that needs their face punched. Yeah. That's all they, they're whining because they lost the election. They've never gotten over it. They're whining because they're not going to win the next election, and they're desperate. And desperation is the world's worst cologne. And they, they fucking stink. They reek. They reek like the homeless without a shower or the people in California that can only wash a load of laundry a day and can't even take a bath because of the water restrictions. Mm. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. The truth is, right, the truth. Well, let, it's right here. Well, let me, let me put this out there. Okay. Um, if the Democrats are, uh, if they were so certain and so sure of their impeachment of the president, and if they were so certain that the two articles of impeachment, which are bullshit to begin with, were going to be this great and wonderful, take the president down, goodbye, he's out of office kind of impeachment, why would they need new evidence? It's not just a distraction, I, I, I suspect. It's more than just that, I think. They're not confident in what they have, so they're trying to pull some more shenanigans. Yes, to distract and, and, and so forth, but more so, I think, so to try and muddy the waters and add more to it to stretch it out even further so they can try more and try and do more shit. Because don't, let's not forget, the Democrats did say they were going to add more articles of impeachment because they are still currently involved in active investigations into President Trump. And they said that before the end of 2019. So it raises the question. It really does raise the question. Are they doing this to just distract and deflect, or are they doing it as a strategy to try and stretch things out more so they can come up with new with more articles of impeachment that they'll have to vote on, which means it stretches out even further. What do you think of that idea? I mean, the three words were covered: delay. Delay would be to delay it out, to stretch it out. Distract to distract from the fact that they don't the two articles they have aren't worth shit. Right, so basically, the explanation I gave fits right into those into that category into both into both of those categories. Very nicely. I mean, it's so simple. Yeah, it's very simple words. I mean, I mean, you can you can go into details and be uber descriptive about it, and you know. They're just stringing shit along, man. We all see it. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you, man, 75 to 85% of the American people aren't that stupid. They're not. I don't care what their public well, say. 75 to 85% of the American people voted for Barack Obama. What does that tell you? Well, did they? Or was that a rigged election? 
But nobody bothered to look into that either. No. No. Just like they didn't bother to look into where the motherfucker came from. Oh, 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 believe me. I saw all three versions of his alleged birth certificate. The last one was an open journal book where they just basically photoshopped information into it. And when an expert in Photoshop technology turned around and deconstructed that shit, it was like, got anything better than this? This is bullshit. It's fake. Because the government said it was legitimate. Basically, it got ignored. It got pushed aside as conspiracy theory. Excuse me. Oof. Now, I will sit here and say, you know, without fear of contradiction, I've heard conspiracy theory bullshit. I know the difference between the two. I ain't, I ain't that, I, I am not so completely shot brain cell wise that I can't tell the difference. But when it comes to something like that and you see it being done, they show how they went step by step to deconstruct this shit with the third one. The first two were actual birth certificates with the registration numbers blotted out. But one listed his father's name as Barry Satoro, and the other listed it as Barack Obama. Huh? So which is it, Barry Satoro or Barack Obama? Oh, that didn't that you got caught on that one. So then you come out with the third one that looks like a register, like a book that you Photoshop everything into. That that would convince everybody. Yeah, I don't put it past the you know the, these government suck ups to do something that dis, that underhanded and and disgraceful. But you know, damn, what, you, you, anybody out there realizing what had been done, that they duped the American people for the most part, do you think the average American citizen would, would be screaming investigation to the Congress, to the Senate at that time? Uh, probably not. Probably not. What about you, Gunslinger? You've been sitting there listening to all this. What do you think? Well, it's well with the bum bum bummer. You know, like you said, to this day he has not proven that he was legitimately qualified to be president of the United States. Okay, to this day he hasn't done it. Probably never will. Why is his record sealed? Ooh, that'll tell you something. Why did he spend millions of dollars on those law firms to cover up the fact? Of course they did. <clears throat> so it's all a big fat lie. Oh, no. Okay. 
it's just like these people are doing right now, just like the Democrats are doing right now on this impeachment bullshit. It's a big fat mm-hmm. fucking lie. They're just trying to buy more time in what hope I have no idea. They know they're not going to win 2020. They're going to fucking lose, and they're going to lose a lot of seats, and we're going to take back the control of the of the House. They know that. So, well, what the hell they got to lose? Why not? You know? <laughs> Gee whiz. Let's just keep on trucking. I mean, even though we're going to we're going to fall off that bridge up there, we're just going to keep on trucking. We can't stop now. Okay? And they know damn well that those two articles of impeachment, they're not going to hold... They'd hold much water as a fucking bat made out of goddamn sand would. Okay? They're not going to do it. It's just, it's just fucking impossible. Good. Yeah, no, I, I and, and believe me, I I would be very quick to, you know, to, to say to you, you know, at what point do they think this is all going to be believable? You know? Because I'm not buying this bullshit. I know you're not either. But what are you going to do? Anyway, we're out of here. We got to get. I got to get out of here, folks. Uh, we go. We went slightly into overtime, and I have, with my day the way it was, I am just beat. I'm. I. I I'm spent. I wasn't even planning we'll overtime. We'll catch you tonight. on the next show. I'll be we'll here for the Wednesday the night show, edition. Brother. Yeah, it the next show is on Hump Day, so we'll be humping through the articles and and all this other insanity and see what the vote in the House to send everything over to the Senate, which should happen same day. By the way, we'll see what happens. In the meantime, America, I got to get out of here. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been surreal. Thanks to Stevie and Rob and. Uh, Mark and Gunslinger and Mike and Ron Reck from Crazy Nation Radio, who came here just to bitch, moan, and complain, like 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 he like he like he did on on his own show. I guess he doesn't like the way the chat I run the chat room either. Oh well, he'll get over it. But in the meantime, I'm out of here, folks. The comments are made. Right, That's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next edition of Firefox News Online. Fair, balanced, and always responsible. But as I always ask you, please, y'all be good. And if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, don't name it after me. Good night, y'all. Now, let me see here. Uh, uh, uh-huh. I need that. Open Sesame. Uh, wow, that's not fair. Oh, there it is. Cha-ching! Now, if it opens up, I'll be happy. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, 
without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, George Sinzer, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. If you have any stories or topic ideas, you can write to WeReport at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's WeReport at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. And if you have any comments, send those as well. Write to comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. Be sure to check Facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N. That's Facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N for the links to the live broadcasts during the week. Thanks for tuning in once again. Be sure to join us for the next edition of Firefox News Online over most of these Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Networks. So let it be written. So let it be done.